Rebecca. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Generally Specific Topics Between Friends. Best friends. As you guys remember from last week, we are still covering our general topic of pretty privilege. Mm -hmm. We've gone over it pretty extensively at this point, right? It's been... um, This is our third episode. Third episodes of Pretty Privilege. So we think we've pretty much covered, you know, as many subtopics and as many different points of view as we can after this episode. Yeah, today's a big one. Today's a big one, right? So last week, our specific topic was bras, brassieres, and today we're going to be talking about sizeism. Yes, and big disclaimer, guys, and also a trigger warning we are best friends, mm-hmm. and we are not healthcare professionals. Or doctors, or psychologists. Or licensed therapists. Or anything. We are not anything having to do with, you know, <laughs> degrees based on these topics. So we are doing our best, but if this episode is hard for you to listen to, or you need to just stop, please do. I understand how Mm -hmm. triggering discussions of body size and perception and just the word fat could bring me to tears on the right, wrong day. Mm -hmm. So we get it. Yes. If you need to stop and maybe skip this episode, we will not hold it against you. And we would love any feedback on our terminology or things we say. We need it. Mm -hmm. So please (laughs) give it to us. Yes. Yes. Um, Let us know if there's a better way we could be saying things or a better way we could be delivering our opinions and information. So, as we said, we are not experts, but I did talk to someone who I do consider to be at least more expert than us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. My dear cousin, Valerie, she is an eating disorder psychotherapist and also a person in recovery, so she has a great perspective on this and gave me some really great things to think about. Mm -hmm. This is what she had to say on the topic when I spoke with her. First question I asked was, you know, there are so many names for recent movements, you know, body pride, fat acceptance, body positivity. And I asked her, what's the best term right now Mm -hmm. for that movement? And she said the one she likes best is health at every size uh it's goes by haze for short h-a-e-s so i think that's great because it's not talking about what size it's we're all here and we're all just trying to live our best healthiest lives right i personally we're gonna have some discussions about all these terms later on um Mm -hmm. i personally like body acceptance because it has nothing to do with size or shape or color or thickness or thinness or anything like that. It's just you're living in this meat sack from day to day, and we call it a body. Yeah, and we should be accepting of our bodies and other people's bodies. No matter what. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, sorry. Continue. One thing that Valerie said that was very pertinent to me was basically our culture has an eating disorder and our culture has a body image problem. We're just constantly bombarded with messages of you need to lose weight. You need to put on muscle. You, But then in the same breath, you'll see a sign for getting a Big Mac and then drive a few miles down the road and there's a cold body, cold sculpting thing, mm-hmm. burn off your body fat. So part of it is just we're constantly being sold, you need this fix. Mm-hmm. Every Everywhere you turn, you know, we're such a, like, advertising-heavy country. Mm-hmm. And are? it's just... You know, every time you're on your phone, even like in the little corner up at the top of your free app, 
you know, it's scrolling across the page, the tape measure across the waist. <laughs> I can see it so clearly. Yes, I've seen that exact one. Mm-hmm. Valerie told me one of the biggest problems with our society and even all these movements that are supposed to be a positive and a reaction to make things better is they're still all too focused on appearance. And like we said, our bodies are just our meat sacks we're walking around in. Mm-hmm. The way it looks, obviously, we're so visual and whatever else is going on in our brains means that we look and we judge and we make these decisions. But we know logically that it should not matter and it should not be the reason we tweet, treat anyone differently. It should not have to matter, but it does. And we focus on it so heavily. Appearance, appearance, appearance. Right. And she actually gave me this great quote. I hunted for the source. I'm pretty sure it is Glennon Melton said, your body is not your masterpiece. It is the paintbrush you use to create your masterpiece. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Makes so so much sense. We shouldn't be so focused on how we're looking while we're living our lives. We should just be focused on how we're living our lives. Yeah. This is the vehicle for which you do things, for which you live your life. We should be creating our beautiful things and not just creating our beautiful selves to be what consumed by others. Yeah. (laughs) The image that you put out for others should not be your main focus. Unless you are a model and that is your living and your career, then I can understand the focus on maintaining your livelihood. Yeah. And good for you. Yeah. And one of her favorite approaches was just the idea of We can't control our negative thoughts about our bodies, at least not fully. We can control our reactions to them. So you might still be thinking lots of negative things about yourself and how you see yourself, but then it's what action do you take from that? Mm -hmm. And we're not all going to love our bodies. In fact, most of us don't. She said something about our society has normative body dissatisfaction makes me think of the scene in Mean Girls yeah. where yeah, Katie was saying, <laughs> I thought there was just fat and thin, but no, they can complain about their shoulders are too wide or their teeth are too big or any number of things can be wrong, even though it's completely normal or completely average or above yeah. average or beautiful. Yeah, and I don't think I'm going out on a limb to say everyone listening, even if you are the most gorgeous person in the world, there is something you don't like about you, and that's just a normal part of the human experience. Yeah. To want to be better or to wish you were better or to wish you were different grass is greener on the other side. Right, and we're not probably realistically going to love all of our bodies all of the time, but we do owe our bodies Respect. Respect. So here's an idea. I think we can all think of a person in our lives who maybe isn't our favorite person. We might not like them very much, but we respect them. We think, wow, they're really great at X, and I respect that they do that, even though they, I don't know, royally piss me off. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the approach we can have to our bodies. If there are things we don't like about them, we still have to have mad respect. We wouldn't go and trash talk that person in our lives that we respect but dislike. And that's sort of the attitude we should take toward our bodies. All right, last little bit I got from my lovely, wonderful cousin, Valerie. Just a takeaway, just don't comment on other people's bodies. That is a good rule to live by. Yeah. Men, women. Everyone. Everyone. Young and old. Young and old. We understand little kids will say 
are yeah. brutally on, honest, but you know, once you come to the the age of knowing better, yeah, just do not. Don't. And you know, it's one thing if someone like brings up, I want to discuss my weight loss journey with you or whatever. Like that's cool, and then you can have a discussion. But you just shouldn't bring it up. You can say, you know, oh, you're just glowing. I. Oh, watch out for that glowing statement, though. Oh, yeah. It's followed up by you're glowing. Are you pregnant? That's not the right oh, yeah. way to do it. Yeah, watch out for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but other things like you look so confident and happy today. Yeah. Focus on the energies people are putting out and not has their ass changed shape. <laughs> yeah. Wow, your butt looks so much bigger now. <laughs> yeah, I have had to explain to a dear family member on a few occasions, even if it's, if it's weight loss, if it's weight gain, there's no nice way for you to comment on a woman's body. All you're saying is like, I see. I noticed. Yeah, I noticed your breasts and ass, and it's always going to be off-putting. Just don't. Just don't. <laughs> no. If if you do notice that physical something or other, just take, tran- either keep it to yourself yeah. or translate it into a way that is positive and not related. You look great. Don't you elaborate. Yep. That's perfect. <laughs> that is a great compliment. You are looking great. I love, you know, the vibes you are putting off right now. Yes. <laughs> perfect. So let's dive into our unique body perspectives. Would you say, Becca, that we have lived different lives in different bodies and have unique perspectives? Oh, yeah. I would definitely say that. So, I don't know. I personally have been many sizes in my life, but I would never say I've been thin. I have been thin, and I have not changed. I have stayed the same shape and size since about ninth tenth grade and let me guess it was all roses and no one ever critiqued you for your body right (laughs) (laughs) totally no one ever had anything to say about my body even though it didn't change (laughs) no everybody kept their opinions to themselves and it was all positive right yeah that's how that works right no no No. (laughs) not even even though i would i would consider myself to be thin or skinny well that's how everybody else saw me, too. And they felt like they had to comment on it. And they felt like it was okay because you can't hurt your, someone's feelings by talking about how thin they are, right? Right? Because thin is what people want to be, and so you can't critique it. Right? Except they did. Yeah. I have heard people say really mean things to you. I, I, I didn't think it was mean at the time because... I internalized it the same as everyone else. Like, yeah, I'm skinny. Let's hear him talk about how skinny I am and how <laughs> thin my wrists are. But looking back on it, 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 I guess it's funny, but also problematic. It is problematic. There are ways to be mean to everyone, and we just need to stop <laughs> yeah. being mean in every possible way. <laughs> yes. Um, let me let me run you through. I guess high school. Yeah, high school. I had a bunch of fun nicknames and. Again, I didn't take offense to them. I was like, yeah, I'm skinny girl. I'm skinny white girl. What else was it? Um, There was another one that had the word skinny in it, but I guess the main one I remember specifically being called only by this one person, skinny white girl. (laughs) And I guess that was fine. But he used to see me in the hallway. He must have had a crush on me. And he would pick me up, right? Like walking down the hall and be like, hey, skinny white girl, come here. And I'd be like, Ugh, and I'd roll my eyes, and he'd grab me by the ribs and lift me up and to, 
to show how skinny and light I was. And uh-huh. so I'd see him coming, and I'd be like, no, 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 don't pick me up. And he'd grab me and pick me up. And so I'd he, be like, oh, okay. So he assumed the right to comment on and touch your body whenever he saw you? Yes. And I didn't mind it that much, or I would have probably put my foot down a little bit more. Yeah, but, but it did hurt. It does hurt to be picked up by your ribs in and, the middle of the day on your way to class. And I think through our lens today, we can see how, like, ooh, that is. It is a little cringy, but not the cringiest thing things that people did to me in high school but that's just one example skinny girl skinny white girl let me pick you up and show you how skinny you are yeah yeah i've been picked up a lot and usually i'm fine with it but you can't just assume that i would be yeah i think with anything consent is essential so maybe just ask someone before you pick them up and throw them around to make a point about their body (laughs) (laughs) or don't or just don't or just don't (laughs) Tell me more about what it's like to be a skinny girl growing up. <laughs> okay. Well, let's um, let's fast forward to... We'll fast forward to college, or late, late high school, early college. I remember this so vividly. You were there. You remember. There we were. Picture it. On the cusp of adulthood. Mm-hmm. Going somewhere fun with a relative slash friend. And mm-hmm. we're excited and we're going to have a good time. But through my eyes, I remember it like this. I remember that you and her saw yourself as being bigger while I was skinny. Uh And so you two were lightly ganging up on me about me being skinny. And I just remember like a few little like pokes like, yeah, but you're skinny. So, you know, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing where it's like you don't understand body image issues because you were skinny. And so after, you know, a little bit of that, I remember the specific... Um, thing that you said that was we were talking about belly dancing and we were all, you know, fake belly dancing and I remember like I should really be a belly dancer. I love it. And you guys said, you can't be a belly dancer. You're not big enough. And I was like, what? And you were like, no. Belly dancing is for thick girls. You can't do it because you're too skinny. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like what? Well, I can do whatever the fuck I want, can't I? Yeah. And whenever people say stuff like that to me, it makes me angry and I immediately want to be cruel. I hate whenever cruel thoughts pop into my head. But I remember thinking I should have shot back with, well, that's fine because you'll never be a ballet dancer, you fat ass. And that's so mean. And I would have mean. <laughs> I would have never thought of that if you hadn't provoked me. And I never yeah. I never said that out loud. I just kind of took it and internalized it. But I was like, well, if you tell me what I can't do, then I'll tell you what you can't do. Can I go back in time and apologize for that? Yeah. I think some context is so you said like late high school, early college. Yes. With another friend. Yeah. And that's when we were learning, you know, all the like, it was just starting as far as I know of like the body positivity, fat pride. And I, I think it's great to, you know, every woman trying to be happy and proud of their bodies. But there was a flip side of it that was, let's shame and be cruel to skinny people Mm -hmm. because, I don't know, they had it coming for all these years. And I don't, I don't believe that. And I never (laughs) wanted to hurt you as my best friend. And I don't, 
like looking back, I don't want to shame anyone for their bodies, but I think it was kind of yeah, it was, that was like the thing at the time. It was, and I remember, I remember thinking that being like, well, they just want to, you know, they want to feel better. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it comes back to like. You're in elementary school and you, someone is bullying you and your parents tell you, well, they just don't feel good about themselves. And it's like, we should know better by now. Yeah. But I think it takes time. Yeah. But we shouldn't build ourselves up by tearing others down. And no. I'm sorry. That's okay. I I think of it as a funny story now because it made me mad at the time. But that was the same day or weekend that I punched you in the face. So I think I, I, think I got over it. I think yeah. I got it out. Feelings were strong. Yeah, feelings were strong that weekend. And so, yeah. you know, it worked itself out. I partially blame the company. Oh, yeah, I, I think so, too. <laughs> so let me throw it back to you. Those are just a few of my weird, I'm skinny, people are going to comment on it <laughs> sort of occurrences that happened in my life. So... Let's let's hear about how people commented on your bodies throughout your life growing oh, up. It was always positive. No one ever made me cry in the middle of the day with a little comment. No, never. <laughs> no, it was rough. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't say I've always been, oh, I don't like the term, but quote unquote overweight or like, I don't know. I feel like I've always been a little bigger than average. But well, technically, no, not in America. You're, you're yeah, not bigger than average. Not average, but the perceived what you're supposed to be, mm-hmm. quote unquote, normal, which, like we said, total double standard. No one can achieve the right thing. So let's chill out about it. But yes, I was bullied. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel so bad because I didn't know, like, for like, I didn't understand. We ended yeah. up, you know, not going to the same school for yeah, in fourth grade. In fourth grade. We went. Well, I went to a new school. Yeah, so after that, I have no idea what was going on except, like, a little bit of what we talked about. But I wasn't there to see it. And even in early elementary school, I don't remember ever knowing. Yeah, and I I don't remember particularly being bullied in early elementary school. There were, like, weird little comments uh, some from family members. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, just like, oh, maybe stand like this. Pull your tummy in. I remember um, about fourth grade, I had an uncle and we were driving around the property and I was sitting on the back of the truck. And when we stopped, I hopped off and my uncle said something about, oh, look how that tailgate lifted up. <laughs> Which just like, okay, thanks. Adult male. I'm a child. I'm like 10. But thank you. But that's not even, like, the worst. I don't know. I feel like 7th, 8th grade was, like, peak bullying time for me. Also, when I lost a lot of weight for the first time. Huh. Huh. It's almost like people constantly saying mean things about my body made me want to stop eating. Yeah. What you say and what you do affects others. It does. Especially young people. Especially young people. And I'm going to throw it out there. Especially young women and girls. Yes. I, it is it is so hard to yeah. be a young, pubescent girl. It's really hard. It's really and hard. Just to prove that to you, I can remember some exact quotes from, oh, what is that, 13 years ago now? Mm-hmm. And it's just burned into my brain. One boy thought it was funny to call me Becca Buffalo. <laughs> and he sat like three seats behind me in math class and would just say that under his breath periodically. <sighs> 
a couple of kids in my English class would scoot their desks together so that when I had to walk to my desk, I had to squeeze through their desks and they would laugh. Um, PE was rough. Uh, I think seventh grade, we had to start changing for PE. And I remember a few girls in there being especially cruel. And so you wonder why people are so obsessed with their looks. It's because they get these messages from yeah. a very, very early age, constant, and it just sticks with you. And it's taken a lot of years to let a lot of that go. <laughs> but, but it'll always be yeah. there. It, it was something that yeah. affected the way you saw yourself. But the thing that made it stop, made the bullying stop, was I lost like 30 pounds and, you know, grew some boobs going into high school. And suddenly people were a lot nicer to me. Pretty privilege. Pretty privilege. And you hear this time and time again, if you ever read stories on Reddit or other places on the internet, how has, you know, your life changed from losing weight? People are nicer. I didn't know people would just smile at you. I didn't know people would hold open doors for you. I didn't know X, Y, and Z. I didn't know life was so easy for people who are pretty. And not just people being nice, but like people stopping being mean. Yeah, stop being mean and start being nice. It's a big change. It is. And I will say I didn't get bullied after high school, but there were... So I lost weight and I gained weight and I've lost weight and I've gained weight. I've been many sizes in my adult life. And I remember uh, my first job after college, I was, I don't know, I would say I was the biggest I'd been. And, you know, everyone was nice to me. No one was ever, like, shaming me for my body. But there's just weird things people will say to you if they think you're fat. Like, they'll give you unsolicited health advice. Mm. Like, I remember at the school I worked at, we had pizza days on Thursdays, and you could get some pizza, and there was salad for the teachers. And I had already had my two slices of pizza for that day, and I went back and made myself, like, a beautiful plate of salad. I'm just walking back to my classroom to eat it, and one of the teachers said, oh, that's a nice, healthy meal. Why Why comment? Yeah. It's because, and it's, there's no way to hide it. It's... There isn't. that. that she said it because... Yeah, because that's why she said it. Yeah, she, she said it. Because she overweight yeah. and she and wanted like, to comment on it. Oh, salad has fewer calories and carbs than pizza? Thank you for explaining that to me. I didn't understand how that works. And I think I just brushed it off with a joke. I was like, haha, you didn't see the pizza I ate earlier. Run to my room, eat my salad. Feel bad about it. Yeah, like circulate angry thoughts in my head for the rest of the day. Yeah. Just keep your comments to yourself. Or, like, you know, say it to yourself first and think, like, how could this be perceived? And and why come? Yeah. I, why? <laughs> I get that. I forgot. That's something I get all the time, too. People commenting on your food. Mm-hmm. If you are not, like, it, what is the right size? Because if you're too skinny, then everyone's like, you need to eat. Why yeah. aren't you eating? Eat more. Why don't you eat some cake? Why are you so thin? It's because you don't eat. Are you anorexic? Why are you anorexic, anorexic little girl? I eat a ton. Yeah. And having to explain people, oh, I eat a bunch. And then you feel weird, like, why do I eat so much? Or, yeah. <laughs> why Why do I have to think about and explain how much and what I'm eating to you when this is just my body? Yeah. And, yeah, we live together and we can attest that we both eat 
It, it, we both eat, it's, and it changes, and it depends on our mood, and it depends on the food, and it. Who knows what's going on? Yeah, but I do remember growing up, people always being like, "Is does Katie?" Yeah, eat? your your mom. Used, yeah, she was worried about you not eating, and you just didn't like the. Cooking. I just didn't like the cooking at your house <laughs> when you came to visit. Yeah. <laughs> But whenever I was at my mom's house, I specifically remember eating so much food so fast. She told me to go finish my food after like five minutes and I had to bring her in and look at my plate and be like, and she was like, oh, oh, you're done. Okay, okay you were hungry and letting <laughs> me go. People think you can't eat a lot or you do or don't eat a lot and they see you and they're like, oh, I know what she does or what she is or yeah. how she acts. So <laughs> as we can see, there are many ways to be prejudiced against all people for all the characteristics <laughs> they carry. Yes. But one thing I think we should clarify is prejudice versus oppression. Yes. So prejudice, I think, is more on an individual level. Mm -hmm. Whereas oppression is the systematic, you know, ingrained in our society sort yes. of thing that is happening to a certain group of people. It's more systematic and it's more... You know, yeah, coming from society as a whole versus versus one or two people have an issue with you or yeah, whatever characteristics you may hold. So being skinny, there is there is skinny shaming, there is fat shaming, there there's bullying for anybody of any size. Yes, but I would say in our society, yeah, fat, in America, yeah, fat, overweight, bigger, whatever people are the oppressed party. Yes, whereas skinny people may, ha may have things, you know, poked at or said about them, but it is still the ideal, or at least in media yeah. that we consume in pop culture, it is still the ideal to be skinny. Right. Or thin. So you can say people are prejudiced against you if you're thin. But you cannot say, I'm skinny, so I'm oppressed. Right. My sizes are always in the store, in every store. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference. Yeah. But, and as we were making this episode, we realized we do have some varying opinions, which is super rare for us. Yeah. We, we haven't discussed it at all yet because we wanted to save it for the podcast, but I think we do maybe have like a slight variance in how we see these movements, the privileges, and just kind of the the way they are playing out in our in our society. Right. Let's do it. I got the nervous sweats. Yeah, I got the nervous sweats, too. Let's talk about it. <laughs> okay. Okay, we started off um, with the term healthy at every size. Mm -hmm. And I've heard this term before. I've heard all the fat acceptance, fat shaming, body acceptance, healthy at every size. Skinny privilege. Skinny privilege. You know, all of that. Yeah. I've heard about it, and I see it used a lot in different articles and different stories. But I personally do not like the the sort of healthy at every size, I guess, attitude. Uh -huh. I don't like thinking about, or, or I don't like equating fat or skinny or medium or whatever with health because people's health should not generally be our concern, at least on an individual basis. The well, health no, of we're someone, not doctors. No, we're not doctors, and you cannot necessarily gauge someone's health by looking at them. No, you can't. But I think the CDC and the World Health Organization has the term obesity or morbid obesity or whatever to describe someone who is at health risk. Right. That's just the scientific terms 
it is a scientific category. And so to say that you can be healthy at every size, I feel like that's not logically correct to me. You can be beautiful at every size. You can be confident in every size. Mm -hmm. But to say healthy at every size, I don't think is correct logically. I see what you're saying, but I think the idea is, you know, you're striving for health, not a specific size. Mm -hmm. And to the average Joe on the street, they don't know or shouldn't care if you're healthy or not. You know, unless you're having a medical emergency, people around you should not be concerning themselves I agree. With whether you're healthy or not. That's why I feel like the term health at every size is weird, because health shouldn't be playing into this movement. I feel like body size acceptance or mm-hmm. acceptance is a better terminology for it, because, yeah, health should not be entering the equation for how yeah. you treat people. How you treat people should not have to do with, are they healthy enough or are they not healthy enough? Right. Well, you wouldn't, like, go shaming someone because they have cancer. No. So, I just don't like the terminology because logically it's it's weird and it doesn't, it doesn't seem to get the message through that I think it's trying to get through. I think, like, the goal is the every size part that we're not, I don't know. That you can't look at someone and say, well, they're big, they must have high blood pressure, they must be this, they must be that. And you know what's a real issue for bigger people? Mm -hmm. Going to the doctor? Going to the doctor and, like, say you have a cold or headaches or something. (laughs) Someone threw poop in my eye! (laughs) Better lose some weight. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that so many people have these stories. I have a couple. But just that the doctor will immediately relate it back to your weight. And it could be anything. It could be like, my allergies are really bad. And they'll say, well, are you getting enough exercise? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's it's just messed up that you can't even pursue health because it just comes right back to, well, if you lost weight, you'd probably feel better. Yeah. Because... You know, if you're there for a specific issue, then that specific issue should be addressed. Mm-hmm. And if weight is one of the possible reasons, say it and move on and be like, okay, it could be your weight or it could be the fact that X, Y, and Z, or it could be the fact that, you know, but yeah. sh- I don't like that that's like, well, obviously, if you lost weight. Yeah. And I don't know. That's not that's not every doctor. There are great doctors out there, but there's a reason I have some white coat syndrome and will avoid going to the doctor. Mm-hmm. I will oh, say, though, <laughs> I get told every time I go to the doctor, they ask me how much I exercise and they tell me to exercise more. Yeah. So every time they say, are you eating healthy? Are you getting your vitamins? How often are you exercising? And I tell them and without fail, OK, that's good. This is good. You should be exercising more. <laughs> so, yeah, it is their job to tell you how to maintain your health. But I don't think that should be a limiting factor as to... Getting treatment. Getting treatment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that wasn't much of an argument, was it? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> no. It was just, I think this. Well, yes, I, I agree. I and see this that. Too. And also this. And I think this. Yeah. Yeah. It's not much to disagree upon. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm glad we're not fighting to the death over this. Yes. <laughs> okay, so... Let's talk about some feedback we want to get from you guys. Yes. Okay, something that is really interesting to me 
is the word fat. For me, that is such a big trigger word. Like, if someone just called me fat, I would probably immediately cry. Yeah. And that's just deep-rooted in my childhood. Mm -hmm. But other people are trying to say, you know, why are we attaching this value to fat? Just say it. Fat. It's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just what I am. And I see that, and I respect that. I still can't handle it, though. Yeah. So I guess I want to know what... What are your thoughts on that, listeners? Is fat a word that we should be reclaiming, like the word bitch and cunt? Or is it something that maybe needs to... uh, I don't know. Is it something like only fat people should get to say? (laughs) Interesting. What what should we do with that word? Because I don't want a guy to call me a bitch, but we call each other bitch lovingly. Huh. Yeah, what are we going to do with that word? Let us know your thoughts. Yeah, is it good? Is it bad? What do you think? Also, we were supposed to talk about body hair, but guys, we got so little feedback. I mean, I have plenty of anecdotes about body hair. Yes. But we could go on and on, but we feel like you want more perspectives than just us sitting in this closet talking to each other (laughs) about our leg hair. (laughs) Yes, because I can talk about my leg hair and my toe hair for a while. Yeah. But we want to talk about your leg hair and your toe hair for a while. Please reach out. If you're lucky enough to know us personally, you can call or text, or we may be reaching out to you. Or you can email us at gstbfbf at gmail.com, or message us and follow us on Instagram at gstbfpod. Awesome. Well, hopefully we get some good feedback from you guys so that we can talk about it in our next episode. Um, We said we were done with Pretty Privilege, so body hair might just be like a little like... Bonus. A little bonus at the beginning of our next episode. But yeah, we're wrapping up Pretty Privilege. We're trying to wrap it up. If you want to get a few more ideas under the wire, though, you know, holler at us. Yeah, let us know. And let us know what our next general topic should be. Yeah, we have ideas, but we want to hear yours also. What do you want? Tell us what you want. (laughs) Otherwise, it's just going to be us ranting to you for, you know, every week. I can do that. Well, yeah, we can do that. But we want it to be a rant that you want to hear. So let us know. Be interactive with us. Be interactive with us, and we will try to meet your needs. (sighs) Okay. That was a good episode. I think so. I'm a little sweaty, but I feel good. Yeah, I think we we did good. Let us know if we didn't. (laughs) Or if we did. You know, I like like positive feedback, too. (laughs) Yes. Let us know. And this was a fun episode, a fun topic, general and specific. Yes. Well, this was generally Generally specific specific topics between friends. Best friends. Thanks. Bye. Bye.